Blog Talk Radio. Translate to create bliss, joy, 
balance and peace in their lives. So just like my angelic family, the posse of angels, I am very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on this number. That number is 646-716-6794. Once again, that call-in number is 646-716-6794. But before we get to those callers, Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling people about this extraordinary program, bringing forth channeled information from uh, the Posse of Angels and myself on topics which have absolutely transformed the lives of uh, people as it's given them more clarity, more direction, more hope, more self-love, more acceptance, and more peace in their lives. Uh, whether you're listening by computer, by phone, or perhaps you're listening to my archive shows on the Blog Talk Radio site. And just a note here, I see that 717 is going to be first, 904, you're next, and 718, you're going to be third. So do call in, um, and as you know, or if you don't know, if you're a regular listener, you know that I take about 20, 25 minutes. Uh, before I answer those calls, as the Posse of Angels uh, likes to talk about the topic first and then to take those calls. I must remind everybody that today there is a solar eclipse, and the solar eclipse shines a light on those things that we most want to fulfill in our lives. It's ushering in an absolutely new chapter for everyone And the Posse of Angels are assuring us that whatever happened in the past, even as recent as six months ago, is behind us now. And a new story is about to unfold for us. So I've heard from some clients that they they feel a bit unsettled. They feel um, emotionally like they're on a little bit of shaky ground. And, um, you know, what we... What we pray or plead or beg or cry for or ask the angels and God for, um, you know, uh, in theory, when we anticipate it opening up for us in the practical, in the physical world, it is, uh, it is a little bit of emotionally, it, it, it gives us a bit of a, an emotionally instability um, that we feel. Um, so um, if you've been feeling like this, perhaps that, that amazing solar eclipse um, is is bringing that on in you. Now, I'd like to share with you also um, that the sequel to One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness being released and published at the end of this month. Um, uh, well, actually, it's probably going to be more into April now, April of 2016. And this novel is entitled I Am an Angelic Walk-In. This sequel is the true story of how Angel Ariel went from being a spiritual teacher in heaven to being asked by the Etheric Council if she would incarnate just one more time to help the world ascend in consciousness and bring greater light to the world. She agrees, and because her mission is so important, she does not have to be born as a baby, but she can contract with a human soul on the earth plane who desperately wishes to end their human contract early and take over their life and allows that former soul to return to God with honors and be released from their life of pain. This is the true story of how the former soul of Claire Candy chose to walk out of her incarnation as a human being and how I, Angel Ariel, walked into Claire Candy's body on January 11th of 2003. In honor of my new novel, I am an angelic walk-in being released. I'm dedicating this month to um, walk-in and all things angelic. And once again, um, I will start to take your calls at about 20, 25 past the hour. Um, But here we go with the topic for today, which the Posse of Angels have entitled, I am an angelic walk-in, part You know, I have to say, listeners, that I did not think that I had ever had a topic 
that has garnered so much response and interest as last week's program. It was called I Am an Angelic Walk-In, and that is why the Posse of Angels and I decided to expand on my personal experiences of having had a walk-in with this follow-up show. Lots of people are interested in in this topic. Many of my listeners said that last week's program was the first time that they had ever heard of the term walk-in, and those that had heard the term before said it was one of the best explanations that they had ever heard about this phenomenon. And of course, if you did miss last week's show, um, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, part one, um, that was on March 1st, you can always go back on the Angel Healing House Radio Blog Talk site and then scroll down and then it will be there in the archives for you to be listening to it any hour or any time of the day that you choose. Now, the way the Posse of Angels and I see it is that opening up to the possibility of walk-ins and soul exchange is actually not that far-fetched and is not as strange a concept as it might seem to some. You know, before we all incarnate into human form, souls write a contract for their new chosen life and then walk into a body at the birth of an infant. And then they grow up to fulfill their contract or their mission that they've come back to accomplish in that lifetime. And then there are others, like myself, who walk in to an adult body that is no longer wanted by a previous soul. We do this with the full permission of the former soul in order to start our mission without spending precious, valuable time going through childhood and growing up in order for us to be of service to humanity straight away. Now, some of the responses that I received had to do with people saying that they thought that having this experience was, in their words, hey, that's cool. And they said that they would ask to have a walk-in experience so that they would no longer go through any more difficulties in their lifetime. Well, let me start off by saying that a walk-in does not simply occur because someone asks to leave their body or exit their contract, their earth life, um, their contract, their earth life early to escape difficulties in their lives that have been created by their choices in the first place. In other words, one cannot consciously choose to have an advanced soul, an advanced spiritual soul take over their body because one is unhappy with their life. All walk-in soul exchanges are prearranged contracts and they are negotiated on a higher level without the input of the conscious mind or the ego of the human soul. Now, the posse of angels really wishes to make it very, very clear that if a person is awakened enough consciously to know what a walk-in is, then they are awakened enough to affect their lives and finish their earthly contract and change those parts of their lives and affect those parts of their lives that they are not happy with. In fact, when the ego offers a body up to another soul to take it over and there is no input from a spiritually advanced higher source to make arrangements for the soul exchange to occur, then a person risks having a lower vibrating entity taking possession of your physical body and attracting it to your auric field. You know, if one's energies have been depressed for a long time, there are a great many chances that there is already a lower vibrational entity at work causing one to feel hopeless, lost, and, and depressed. Remember that like attracts like. I forgot to mention in last week's program that there are several different types of walking that can occur. Now, the first one that most people are familiar with is an hierarchic vibration, like a Jesus or a Buddha that has come to the earth plane to affect massive, massive changes. This occurs 
when an ascended master in heaven chooses to reincarnate to bring massive light to the earth. A few instances were when Lord Sananda, ascended master Lord Sananda, came back into the human form as Jesus and St. Germain incarnated as Christopher Columbus. Other well-known figures that had been purported to be walk-ins as they brought so much light to the planet were people like Bach. He wrote extraordinary melodies in very dark, restrictive times. How about the painter, inventor, scientist, sculptor, and universal man, Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, he was, he had already created the airplane, and, and uh, he was just amazing as an inventor. How about Thomas Jefferson, who wrote the Declaration of Independence, and, and Benjamin Franklin, as they both brought forth such revolutionary concepts as that there should be equality for all. Beside those hierarchic figures that come back to bring light to the planet, there are interplanetary walk-ins, such as those intergalactic beings from star systems like the Pleiades, Arcturus, Sirius, and Orion, to name a few. Walk-ins can also be a spiritually advanced soul, perhaps a spirit guide from one soul group family that makes the exchange with a human soul. And lastly, as in my case, the walk-in can come from the angelic realm. Yet no matter where they come from, there is always a great deal of change. There's always a great deal of turmoil and confusion for the walk-in. The reason for the great confusion is that they are not aware. They are not conscious of what has happened to them. For when they come from a higher dimensional plane, and they enter the lower frequencies of the earth plane, the memory is erased. And because the former soul was in such despair and lost in so much negativity, it's very much like moving into an old house, but not quite remembering why, have, why one has chosen such surroundings, which are in direct contrast to the energies, the positive light energies that one now resonates with. And just like it takes time to renovate and rebuild an old house that has been neglected, and remember that the former soul wished to leave because so much of their life was negative and dark and they were depressed and they've lost hope, it does take a long time and lots of diligence and hard work to redecorate a life, body, mind, and soul. Although I have chosen and I've spoken about creating heaven on earth, existence for myself, with meeting and marrying my beloved twin flame husband, Pete, and the creation of my beloved business, Angel Healing House, this does not negate the immense difficulties that I, along with other walk-ins, have had to face when we step into a human body. I mean, we just don't come in to take a, another walk around the block. One of the enormous difficulties is that in most cases, we are taking over a body that desperately needs cleansing, as just with the analogy of moving into a house that has been abandoned, the emotional and physical health of the former soul was so compromised, compromised to such an extent that they were completely neglected. Cleaning up the body is a major task. The cleaning of toxins and addictions to things like junk food, Addictions to smoking, excessive drinking may have been used as a form of escaping the pain and suffering that they were experiencing. Coming in with a clear-eyed awareness and higher vibrating frequency, the walk-in would find it easier to initiate a detox or switch to organics and clean up the body. In the beginning, the inner urge to do this is a, is a very unconscious thing as deep within the walk-in their higher self knows that in order for them to have the optimal chance of fulfilling their mission, they would need to be in optimal health and have the energy to forge ahead. Besides cleaning up the body, a major adjustment for walk-ins is that we come from realities in which not only the individual consciousness, but the social structure of the dimension that we come from 
is highly integrated. This is a huge adjustment for walk-ins because of the separateness of so many human beings on planet Earth. Because of this, living on the Earth plane feels disjointed. It feels chaotic and disordered, as if everyone is running around filling their own individual agenda, and they are not putting their focus on doing what is best for the greatest good of all concerned. Because of this, many walk-ins would feel very, very isolated and alone, even those with very close friends and families. Remember, it does not matter where walk-ins come from, as they all come in from realities where members are linked by empathy, love, telepathy, and a strong sense of unity and community. Their new human surrounds are very foreign indeed, as they come from places where there is no competition, and everyone works in peace and harmony for the betterment of the collective. No wonder so many walk-ins wish to go home. And if I did not have my twin flame peak these past 12 years, quite frankly, I doubt that I would have made it this far on my journey. God bless you, peace. And to answer your question, there are some walk-ins who do not make it through their mission or fulfill their contracts. As being in a human body on the earth plane, they find it just too difficult for them as they have a full remembrance excuse me, of their one true home in heaven across the veil. Now, just as an aside, I knew and was deeply aware when the Etheric Council asked me if I would go back to hold life for the ascension on earth, how difficult it would be to return and that I would be coming back to what from the other side, looks like sometimes a lunacy of a planet where there are still wars, racism, hatred, control, and greed. Therefore, I stipulated that I would only return to be of service to the life if I could have my twin flame very soon after walking in. Pete and I met nine months after my walk-in experience on September 20th, 2003, and five days later, he asked to marry me. Now, coming from a higher, more integrated, unified dimension, walk-ins many times feel lost in the incredible spectrum of human emotions as we work from zero point or a divine consciousness. And we do not operate from our egoic um, emotions. As I mentioned in last week's show, we retain the memory imprint of the former soul, yet we do not retain their emotional imprint and we're not triggered, and we're not reactive. This is, a, this is actually a good thing, as the former soul was so often depressed, they lost hope, they were in such a dark place, often suffering pain and emotional trauma that they asked unconsciously to exit their body. This is why we walk-ins might appear as if we are somehow wholly detached to those who are deeply entrenched in their Earth's emotions. It's not true that we don't perceive pain as we are highly sensitive to what is going on. It is just that coming from other dimensions, other realms, we are not driven by fear and we are not controlled by the programming of our emotions as so many humans on the Earth plane. We also appear to be very vague and a bit distant at times looking off into the ethers as if we have a short attention span or perhaps like we are easily distracted. Yet this is because we are dual operational, continually plugged into receiving messages from our realm that we come from and at the same time trying to function fully in a physical body. This has been a constant juggling act for me and I'm sure that it is so for many other walkings as well. Along with not being triggered or led by our emotions or fear, walk-ins come from dimensions where there is no limitation. The difficulty, the difficulty that we face is that we feel trapped being in a physical body with very different characteristics to what we looked like before we walked in. Now, for instance, listeners, the angel in my body, Angel Ariel, is over six foot tall when not in this physical form. For the past 12 years, I have felt squashed in this five foot five 
frame of the former soul. Quite frankly, I had a hell of a time contending with buying clothes and attiring her hourglass figure when my hips are much more slender when I am in my one true home across the veil. And you know, whether a walking comes from other planets or soul groups or the angelic realm as I do, they all will contribute knowledge that will expand the limits of mass consciousness simply by signing on to being a part of planet Earth. Because there was so little information and support pre-internet when many walk-ins arrived on the planet after the harmonic convergence of 1987, most walk-ins of the past took between 9 and 11 years to integrate and ground the new soul into the body. And the Posse of Angels wishes for us to know that there are approximately 1 million walk-ins on planet Earth now, and more will be arriving in the coming years. And for those who are listening, who are pondering as to whether or not they have had a walk-in experience, the Posse of Angels is reminding all of us that their best advice is to not get caught up in labels or trying to figure out where you came from or what your mission is. They are saying that all of us here on planet Earth are from someplace else as we are all multidimensional beings and whether we are conscious of it or not, we are all here to do something to help humanity in our own special way. Before we go on to talk more about walk-ins, let's go to our callers. Um, in this order, we'll take 717-904, 718, and I just saw you, 443, pop up on the screen, on the switchboard. If you would like to call in for a free angel reading with myself, Claire Candy Hoff, and the Posse of Angels here on Angel Healing House Radio. Um, you can call in on this number, it's 646-716-6794. Caller 717, you are on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with? Hi, Candy. This is Corrine. How are you today? I'm very well, and how are you? I'm doing good. Um, I love your show. It's very, very interesting. Um, Thank you. I, like many others, kind of feel like I've never fit here on Earth. <laughs> so um, I do, was, I was wondering if I'm getting ready to make a move to California. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I know that's where I'm supposed to be to help fulfill my contract. However... Mm-hmm. Um, when speaking or asking the angels for help, I'm still a little, how can I say, confused about okay. what I should ask for because I just need a little guidance. I know we're not supposed to know what our mission is specifically or anything that we're supposed to find that out on our own. But mm-hmm. just a nudge or something as to what direction I'm supposed to be taking in order to fulfill my mission would be okay. a glorious thing. <laughs> well, uh, they're, they're nodding their heads and they're saying, California, they're singing this song, California, here we come. <laughs> and they, they're saying yes, they're nodding yes to California. So that's, that's a confirmation about that. Um, but they're saying... You're, it's not that you're confused. It's that, it's that we, up until now, through the Piscean age, which is the age of logic and reason and, you know, evidential research, be it scientific or medical, or he was a doctor and therefore when he said it, 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 it carried some weight. Um, now that we've stepped into the age of Aquarius, the, the fifth dimension, this is all about our heart feeling. And if, if you're feeling confused, it's because you're trying to figure it out. And they're saying, beloved Kareem, please surrender and just stay in that present moment, for it's in that present moment that we will send you signs on how to easily, graciously, and gracefully move forward with your life. So if you don't know what to do, 
say to them, hey, angels, I don't know what to do. Since I don't know what to do, and I know that you are always there, you know, you always have my back, then you will provide me with the signs and the signals on how to step forward. And I know, I know because I can feel your energy, that you are very, very intuitive, psychic, telepathic, whatever those words are, and you don't miss the signs. And I'm just getting shocked. The reason they haven't sent you signs yet, (laughs) and this is cute, is they're saying, you're on a need-to-know basis, just like we all are. And why would they present information to you if there's nothing that you can do about it yet? So they're saying, you will not miss the signs. You won't miss the signs. Just keep affirming, thank you. Thank you for those signs on how I can best serve myself and how I can best serve others. And approach um, approach life with that wonderment. That, that like life, life, life is a treasure map. And if nothing is happening for you, that means you have more time to have fun and play and not be concerned about what is going to happen next because that's really not our providence, as I've said many times on this radio program, that it's the providence of God and the angels. And we just get in our own ways with the worry and the tension and trying to figure things out. When, when that's covered, that's, that's already been covered for us. Um, having said that, sweetheart, and they said sweetheart, um, they're saying that today's eclipse, solar eclipse, is going to shine a light on our lives like we never thought possible. Those of us that have created a foundation when nothing was seemingly coming towards us um, and we stayed true to our intuitive, heartfelt desires and, and you know, just held the light. Uh, with these eclipses in March, things are going to be revealed to us on how we're going to move forward. And they're also saying be careful what you wish for because things might explode in such a way that we can't even catch our breath. So, having said that, I'm going to go to the cards now. Does any of that resonate with you? Yes, it does. I mean, I I feel like I'm here to do some sort of healing, but I'm not yeah. sure, so you know what that'll be. And that's okay. fine. I understand that it, when it's time, it'll be there. Yeah, yeah. And 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 just before I put out the cards, you know, um, I'm hearing that healing can come in. So many different ways we could have the traditional healing practice. Once you know, they can't give you signs now, too, until you get to California, until you make the connections there. They want you to know that once you get to Cali, the, the connections are going to uh, um, pop up and manifest very easily for you. Um, the, the way is going to be paved. It's going to be like you going bowling with bumpers. You can't go in the gutter. You know, you you will be able to see these gems along the way coming to you in the way that, you know, opportunities and people and connections and situations, it's all, they're saying, it's already there for you. They've gone on ahead of you and prepared, prepared for the road to easily open up for you. Um, So they said, please do not worry about that, and you will be led. Um, healing, so healing could come in the form of a, a healing practice. It could come in the form of, um, you know, um, healing uh, rescue dogs. It could come in, you know, healing um, and working at a daycare center and healing neglected children. Um, it, healing could be in so many different capacities. Um, so they're saying, please take your focus off of that, and then you will be led. Allow yourself to be led. Oh, my gosh. I love, love this first card. Um, when, it, when this comes out, the Eight of Pentacles, this is the Being Remarkable card. That's what I call it. It's the card in which you are recognized and you're promoted and you're supported for who you are and what you're doing and, the, and your gifts and your talents and your abilities. Um, and, uh, and, this, and you will be noticed. 
you will be noticed and you will be supported and, and encouraged and promoted um, by others who can, you know, increase increase your financial abundance and your being of service in the world. The next card, when you move to Cali, they're showing me new beginnings and partnerships with the Two of Cups, okay? This can't be presented to you until you actually get there um, or get here where I am. And then, oh, my gosh, I love this. I love this, Kareem. The next card for you is the Ten of Cups, which is the happily ever after, the sunshine, lollipops, and roses card. Um, the posse of angels are saying, pat yourself on the back because you have just done such an enormous, an enormous job for holding the light for the planet. And you will be recognized for that with the fulfillment of your desires. So I hope that's been helpful. Oh, Candy, very much so. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all that you do. You're I'm welcome. Really Take grateful. care. Blessings and also, and also yeah, call in call in when you get to Cali and, uh, and tell us more about this exciting adventure of yours. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Thank you. And blessings to you, dear, always. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller, 904. You are on the line with Angel Healing House Radio. Who am I speaking with? This is Bridget. Hi, Bridget. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Feeling, <clears throat> Listening to you, I'm feeling the effects of this eclipse because I have been so freaking emotional. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so glad you confirmed that to me. I I was sitting here. I'm usually, you know, so cool, calm, and Detached, not, not, well, detached, yes. And it was about a half an hour before my radio program. I just went down to my husband and said, I need a hug. And he said, what's the matter? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's he's very grounded. He's a Torian. Okay, let's figure this out. And uh, there's nothing to figure out. It's, It's the anticipation of so many of us that have held the light for so, so very long. And what we're anticipating is the, is the huge reveal that these eclipses are going to have for us in a way in which we're going to be able to step forward and really, not that we haven't been of service in what we're doing now, but in a much grander way. And it's causing us to feel very teary. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've cried more than in this last month. I've cried a whole lot, like, grieving crying you know what i'm saying like and then i catch myself like oh my god like what is wrong with you so yeah okay i get it now well i I equate it to labor pains you understand because labor is a difficult thing but in order to bring it forth you have to go through it it's just there's like no way around it yes uh, absolutely and we're being we're being birthed i just heard that we're being birthed into the life that we always visualize, imagine, and, um, you know, in our hearts, we always visualize this life of ours and how we would, we would love it to be. And now we're being birthed into it, and on some level it's scary as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish for because, you know, you'll and- get it. Yeah, I still want it. I'm not going to change. I'm not backing up from it. I still want it, so I'll I'll deal with it. I know your story, and I know you have a powerful story to share with the planet, and um, and it's going to help so many people, Bridget. Man, I'm still, it it, it continues to unfold. And I just tell you, um, anybody that's listening, whatever you have to do to set aside whatever to get an angel reading from her, you need to do it because it definitely helps me. It definitely put me in a position to receive. And I've taken notes of everything. I go back and I read all the notes that I wrote from that day. And, um, you know, haven't seen all of it. Of course, you don't find the full, see the full manifestation right away. But just the fact of knowing that you have the assistance that you need when you need it was an empowering thing for me. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Thank you so much for that, uh, that beautiful, beautiful uh, referral, testimonial. And the Posse of Angels are switching tracks in their thing. Have you started the book yet? Yes, 
I have a title, okay. and I've, I've already started. I've um, started the outline with regards to, so I'll know how to go in sequence, so that I can tell the whole story and not miss anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's been it's it's challenging, but I'm I'm here yeah. for the long haul. Yeah, yeah. And and when we really are as authentic and on as honest and transparent as we possibly can be, like labor, it's not easy. It's not easy, but the rewards on the other side are priceless. They're priceless for our soul to be able to be seen for who we are um, and not hide behind any masks um, at all. And uh, it just it makes us feel um, recognized, and it is we that is recognizing the divine inside of us and our story. And by sharing it with others, others can then be helped by the story that we tell. So I'm so, so very proud of you as, as are the Posse of Angels. Do you have a question or you want to just get a general read? I have a question. I, um, the person that you and I discussed, I know last week I told you, week before last I think yes. it was, we yes. still have not spoken. Like, it's the craziest thing. It went from... Uh, everything that we, you and I discussed to absolutely nothing. And I, you know, I, I talked, I did listen to what you said. You told me that it was, you know, commitment phobe. Don't worry. He's not going anywhere. But there is this part of me that is anxious, that is still unsettled. And I don't know whether I should reach out or not. Should I reach out or should I wait? Okay. I'm just asking the Posse of Angels if you should reach out to him. Well, they're saying that there's nothing wrong with you reaching out to him and saying, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. You know, it would be great to get together, you know, now that the the spring is uh, springing and, you know, the weather is getting better. Maybe we could plan a luncheon and a walk through a park or, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with you getting into contact with him and just affirming that I, you know, I really love our relationship, and I've missed you. And um, hey, why don't you want you know you want to get together and keep it light, and keep it cordial, and um, you know without having a great deal of prep, uh, putting a great deal of pressure on it. And this way, you know, the ball's in his court. He understands that you value uh, the relationship, and that you would you would like to get together with him again, but. Uh, but it, it, does, it, it doesn't have any pressure on it. That's the main thing. So they're, they're applauding that Not idea pressure. of just reaching out to him. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out for all of these widgets. Yeah, it's difficult to know, and I've had so many instances where people have asked me, well, you know, uh, should, is it being pushy if I reach out to the person? And at the end of the day, you have to do what feels most comfortable in your heart. You know, um, you know, without being, you know, without pressuring the person or that kind of thing. I've missed our time together. How about lunch? First card that's coming out for you. Oh, this is interesting. It's the Six of Cups. And the Six of Cups is traditionally the card where people from your past come back again. Mm. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, it just is. Okay. So, so they're saying, you know, this is a confirmation that this relationship is too strong on a soulmate level to just disappear altogether. Right. I, I know okay. that, but, you yeah. know, few, the, the, the human side, the humanness, you know, is, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And that's the, that's the juggling act between what we know from our spiritual side, um, from our divine eternal natures, and that human side that says, you know, hey, you know, it would be wonderful if we just got over this and we were, you know, we were together, um, knowing, knowing that you're still together, although physically, you know, he hasn't contacted you. But that's a really good indication that he's going to be coming back soon. Um, the, next, the next card, let's go on. No, 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 I said good. That's all I said. Okay, okay. Uh, the next card is the moon card. Um, 
and the moon card is so often about, about um, things being revealed to us. There could be um, some underlying issues that really have nothing to do with you. I don't know if you ever um, felt or, or intuited or thought about this, that um, it may not be about a commitment. It may be about something deeper within him that this is triggering. Um, it could be worthiness. It could be deservability. It could be, you know, if I, if I do a step forth, what are my responsibilities in this? Um, what, will I, what will I have to do? So um, it seems like uh, the thought of coming together is triggering these things that still haven't been resolved in him. So the posse of angels are saying, my dear, it is not you. Oh, I needed that. <laughs> oh, gosh, that is... Thank you, thank you, Posse of Angels. I just got such a sweet feeling in my heart. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, because we process it like that. No matter what, yeah. it's always it always makes you think, what's wrong with me? It's got to be something wrong with me. Okay, yeah. got it. I'm gonna let him. You know, I'm like, just gonna let him do his thing, and I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm not saying I'm not gonna reach out, but I'm just gonna let him go through whatever it is that he's going through, so that I don't want to rush the process. Bridget, why do we do that? You know, suddenly, my oh my gosh, um, I'm I'm too, you know, my whatever it is, I'm too I'm too big, I'm too small, I'm not uh, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not uh, I'm good enough conversationalist, um, I'm not whatever that is. That's, that's what my book be... is about because that's that's been my story. That has been my yeah. story. Like I'm I'm kind of toying around with. I'm not going to say the title, but using the moniker, the story of my life, because it has been, because I always have done that. Not wanting to continue to do it, that's basically what the bulk of the book is about, is how we go back and go back to that point where we lost our sense of self, because at some point I lost my sense of self, and that happened way before I met him. And we sabotage, we sabotage our lives on that. And the next card, the next card for you, my love, is the fool. And this is just being that, that um, having that sense of wonder and enchantment, that inner child within you to have fun, to start on this rebirthing of this very new journey that's going to open up for you with these two eclipses as these new opportunities and these new um, uh, people, situations come into your life. The sun is shining on all three of these cards. Um, it's a, a bright, sunny yellow. Um, and uh, and they're saying um, just just do your best and leave the rest. They're basically saying that. So I hope that's been helpful for you, lovely Bridget. It has much love. God bless. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Let's go to our next caller. Seven one eight. You are on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with? Seven one eight. Are you there? Hi, hi, it's Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Me? How are you? Yes, I'm okay. <coughs> I've been sick, but I'm okay. Otherwise, um, I'm so sorry. Let's let's send some <coughs> some bright healing light to Stephanie for that cough of hers. Thank you. It's been lingering. Um, and let's see. I had well, there were two different things I was wondering about. Um, one of them is. I've uh, been having some trouble with my family for a while, and I've been really sad about it for a long time, and kind of like I'm grieving them, even though they're alive. But mm-hmm. um, and it's been it's been something that's taken up a lot of my time and energy over the years. Sort of my pain about my relationship with them, or the lack of relationship with them, <coughs> and I'm wondering. Uh, if the Posse of Angels had anything, anything to say about that or any guidance. Or, um, okay, all right. What's your, any what's hope your for it to get better? <laughs> <laughs> well, the hope for it to get better is for you to release any expectation and attachment that you have been hanging on to for so many years as you, um, as you thought 
um, that something should happen. They should act differently to you. They should act differently amongst themselves. Um, so what you're grieving is the release and the surrender of the, your expectation and attachment to what you thought this family should have done. And instead, you're going to put your focus and attention, they want you to put your focus and attention on being grateful and appreciative for exactly where your family members are because it is divine where they are, okay? So they want you to acknowledge them and acknowledge that you wrote them into the contract of your life and you even wrote those that had contrasting characteristics in order to teach you contrast. They want you to thank them for playing a contrasting role in your life and in this way, they taught you tolerance patience, acceptance, and forgiveness for someone who may be 180 degrees opposite to what you are. Uh, the next is they want you to bless them for exactly where they are in their journey because it's not right or wrong. What they're doing or good or bad, it's their journey. They're allowed to walk their journey whatever way they see fit. And they want you to then release yourself from that expectation. And then you're going to feel so much lighter and less burdened by anything that your family does because you won't see it as the last caller, Bridget, said, as having anything to do with you. It has to do with their journey and their programming and belief system that they choose to hang on to and whatever it is that they choose to do. This is going to make an enormous difference in your life. It's going to improve your immune system as well, which has been compromised. So much of your energies have been compromised as you've been focusing on what they should do or have had to have done or have have to have acted or anything like that. And you'll be able to put more emphasis into that love and acceptance and tolerance for someone who may be so different from you. Uh, the first card that is coming out is the Knight of Cups card. And this card is the pinky face, as I call him the lover of the knight's card, the knight in shining armor. And this, this reading for you has all to do with just putting love, gratitude, and appreciation for this beautiful family that you've drawn to yourself, even if they show you contrast. And they're saying, put your emphasis on the love, and then the love will appear more strongly in your life. <laughs> the next card is the lovers. <laughs> How about that? Okay, the lover's card is, is about making a choice. It's about love, yes, but it's about making a choice. And it's your choice whether to do uh, what they suggest is putting your emphasis on surrendering all of this and then just grace, being grateful and appreciate for the family that you do have. And the next card that is coming out for you is the Six of Pentacles. And the Six of Pentacles, Six is about more balance, more harmony, more joy in your life. Um, it's about receiving, receiving that love instead of being um, dictating how that love needs to come in. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Stephanie. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the, I guess the only part that's the main part that's confusing is they've um, basically cut me out of the family. And right. It's been very and that, and of, you can't do anything. You cannot do anything about that. Yeah, so about the receiving and, and all of that, like, am I just supposed uh, – that part, I guess, confuses me. Like, they don't really want a relationship, so as far as sort of giving them the love and or the receiving, I guess that part kind of confuses me. Okay, if you're not receiving from them, you, you open to receive from the universe from all different kinds of ways because you don't restrict or constrict how it's supposed to come in. So I've got to go. I've only got about six okay. minutes to take this last caller. Thank you Thank very you. much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Let's go to our last caller, 443. You're on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with? This is Kathy, and I'll take any messages from the angels. Okay. Hi, Kathy. Where are you calling from? From Maryland. From Maryland. I have my brothers in Silver Spring, Maryland. Good. Oh, this card just popped out. It couldn't wait to come out. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. They're, they're, they're saying something about victories. There's something about triumph. There's something about being recognized 
promoted, um, encouraged by people, they're saying people in high places. Have you been, been diligently working towards something? Well, I have a new job that I'm learning. Okay. All right. That's what they're saying. They're saying all goes well on this new job, and it's the, uh, it's the victory card. It's the triumph card. They're showing you with a laurel wreath around your head. Keep doing what you're doing, and it all goes really, really well, especially with these two eclipses coming up. Okay, the next two cards for you. That's a great start. Next two cards coming up for you is you're going to be offered, I love this four of cups, it's the gift from God. Take your expectation, take your attachment to what you think is going to come in and just say, thank you, God. Thank you for this extraordinary opportunity or, or whatever this is, this gift, this gift that's going to appear. Thank you. And it's going to appear kind of out of nowhere and certainly not in the way that you ever thought would come in. And that's what this, uh, this eclipse is going to reveal to many of us and perfect way to end. The wheel of fortune is working in your favor. So great cards there, Kathy, that really portend you being promoted, rewarded, recognized with this gift that you're going to be giving, and the wheel of destiny is working in your favor over time to bring you the fulfillment of your desires. Would you please call back whenever this thing presents itself? Yeah, I sure will. <laughs> That's very exciting. Well, thank you so much for calling in and uh, and and bringing such a lovely, lovely, beautiful card to our last reading of today. Thank you, Candy. Have a good one. God bless you. Take care. And I will just pull, as we have about three minutes to go, I'll just pull three cards. The popular is saying, let's pull a couple of cards just to shine a light on this solar eclipse of ours that's coming in. So, you shuffle. Let's see what these three cards are going to be for all of us. Okay, the first card is the Seven of Wands. This card is showing us that if we have been waiting to rise above and to be noticed and for our endeavors and who we are, um, that this will happen, and the solar eclipse will reveal this for us. Um, the next card that is coming in is the temperance, is the patience card. Take your focus off of the expectation and just have patience that all of your endeavors must manifest on the earth plane in the energies that, uh, that we have put on that for so, so very long. And the last card that's coming up for us is the movement card. This is the moving, the traveling, um, things happening very rapidly um, because of the solar eclipse that is going to be happening for us. And we're going to see a great deal of movement happening for us. And that just about wraps the show up for today. Uh, thank you to all my callers. Thank you to all my listeners, you know, who are following the show and listening to these archive shows on the Blog Talk Radio site at Angel Healing House Radio. You know, if you would like to purchase a copy of my inspirational books, Angels of Faith, or One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, or my guided angel meditation CD, you can always go to the Angel Healing House website, which is www.angelhealinghouse.com. And also, if you'd like to book an in-depth individual reading for yourself or others, and I study uh, gift certificates, uh, you can uh, email me at candy at angelhealinghouse.com or you can call Angel Healing House on 831-277-3716. So go out and have an absolutely beautiful week and remember to allow your radiant light to shine forth and to go out and fashion a beautiful life for yourself. Thank you so much for being a part of Angel Healing House Radio, and I look so forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, love, and of course, angel blessings. Bye. Mm-hmm.